Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. Brit, what do we got going on today? All right, you guys, uh, we're talking about fighting. Bad stories. Let's get ready to brawl. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. Okay, so right? Everyone fights. Yeah, right? everyone fights. Well, most people. In relationships, you're always going to have some sort of little bicker, quarrel, argument, misunderstanding. There's different levels, right? Sure, of course. Different there's levels. tiny little fights that you get over instantly, and then there's the knockdown, drag out brawls. Oh yeah, that go for days, or you know, yeah, you don't. You pack oh, your bag. <laughs> I don't even care if you're not in a relationship. People have arguments with friends, family members. Family. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big one. So we want to talk about it. We actually, the last few weeks, have been throwing out on our social media for people to write in your ridiculous fight stories. We're talking stories uh, that you've gotten into a fight, mainly people that have written in, it's with spouses or their partners their partner. or significant mm-hmm. other, and that you can look back on now and laugh at. And go, that was so ridiculous. What the hell did we even, why why did that happen? Just why? Just why? But now it's a great story. (laughs) Um, No, I think it's normal. Okay, Wit and I are super different too. We We are. We're very different. Brad and I get in, like we bicker occasionally. Like we'll disagree with something, but we rarely have big fights. In fact, before we recorded this, I was like, can you think of any big fights that we've had besides the two I could think of. And he came up with one other one in the eight years we've been together. Like we just don't have typically, we typically don't have big fights. So how do you and Brad, like, what do you have? You guys just kind of have your, do you bicker? Well, we just like disagree on things and I will, it's usually me and I'll bring it up. And then he'll be like, he just cannot fight without smiling. Oh my gosh. Which is so annoying. But then he, he's very sarcastic and witty. And so then he'll just like throw out little things and it's hard for me to just, to stay mad at him. Oh man! The things that I usually get annoyed at are things of like, when I want my own personal time, two weeks ago, I wanted to just take a bath on the weekend. I was like, I just want to go and relax and take a bath. Yeah. And next thing I know, our two year old is upstairs. And so of course she gets in the bath. Before, oh, no. before I can get in. No. So I'm like, well, that's it. That's over. I'm like, you really so couldn't you, have watched her. Yeah. So for you, just you a half more hour? get frustrated that he's not keeping an eye on the, on the two-year-old. Wow. So I like, can oh, just have some alone time. This is just all I want to do. Yeah. What, what was and he so doing? So then anytime, oh, he was just downstairs dinking off. Bradley. Bradley. You're, you're dinking off. <laughs> uh, so see, but I look at people like you and I almost envy that because I'm like a feisty little I know I love it scrappy (laughs) Italian like I love hard and I fight hard you know so it's like I'm passionate on both sides but the side of fighting is not always the greatest you know I don't think most people love to fight no but I'm saying like the fact that I can fight so passionate like I, I wish I was more like you where you're like oh I can just you know I just end up getting over it pretty quick typically yeah that's not me (laughs) it's like no we need to like have the conversation we need to have it smoothed out we need to there have been times where it's like the fight might go till 4 a.m and I cannot for the life of me just like go to bed and sleep it off I'm like the girl who goes to bed and I'm anxiety ridden and like crying or my mind's racing and I can't 
I just can't. I like have to have it almost solved and better before I go to bed. Yeah, it depends on how big our fight is. I mean, the couple fights that we've had that have been really big, like the one he, where he slept on the couch, you know, that's where I'm like you and I stay up and I cry all night and I'm like, oh my gosh, is this going to work out? Is it, you know? Yes. Like you have all those questions. You know, you're going to have to share this because I don't even know you and Brad fight. So this is actually going to make me feel better. <laughs> the one fight where Brad slept on the couch. No, I brought it up, I think in a previous episode, but it was uh, when I was doing fitness competitions and so it was like oh. right before and I was carb depleting and I was just a raging bitch like oh man I wanted his help one night I was working two jobs and going to school and like oh my gosh and trying to compete and so I was working out six days a week and it was like the week of the competition so I was doing cardio in the morning cardio at night anyway we wow. had just gone to the gym I needed to go home and do cardio I hadn't eaten he hadn't eaten. So he's like, I'm going to stop and get some food and I'm going to eat in my car so you don't see what I'm eating. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go get some Big Macs. <laughs> exactly. He went to In-N-Out. Oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, well, when you get home, I need your help. I need you to read me emails while I'm running on the treadmill and then respond for me. So I'm like down there for like 40 minutes on the treadmill and he never comes down. Oh. So. Yeah, I was so mad. I came upstairs and he was... Was he dinking off? What's he doing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, in and out Burger took forever. That's his excuse. He's like, they (laughs) took forever. And then I got home and I was trying to finish my meal and there were people over at the house. So I was talking to them for a minute and then they left. And that's literally when I came upstairs. So then I just look at him. I'm like, thanks for your help. You mother effer got to eat in and out and I'm done. Oh my gosh. I was so, so pissed. So then it just, it actually was one of those like all like blew up sleeping on the couch situations. Oh yeah. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't deal with it. So he's just like, I didn't do anything wrong. So I'm just not going to deal with your craziness. Uh, so yeah. he just immediately like stonewalls goes upstairs, grabs his stuff and goes and sleeps on the couch. And then are you left kind of like, oh great. Now I'm just crazy to him. Like now he looks at me like this. Like those are when my insecurities kick in and I start to have all the like panicky feelings of, oh yeah, of course. Well, and especially because both of us have been divorced before. And so both of us have had those really bad fights and then things don't work out. So that's instantly where my mind goes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my gosh, are we going to be able to work through this? And it's literally like a super dumb fight. But it's always like, is he going to be able to get over it? Am I going to be, you know, are we going to be able to move past this? And by that point, I typically do get over things pretty quick. Like I just need to get it out of my system and then give me a little bit to calm down. And then I want to be like all huggy huggy and lovey again. Or like have a piece of bread and and a nap. Yes. I literally think (laughs) sometimes it's like if I actually just eat or if I sleep, Everything like sleeping. Here's the here the pro- my problem is I can't go up and just go to bed. Right. But if I did, the minute you wake up in the morning, you're almost like, oh, I was just really tired. Yep. Like and so I was mentally weaker. Like you, right. Like I feel more mentally weak the more tired I am. Oh, for sure. I'm way more emotional when yes. I'm tired. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's funny. I think what was that back in episode four? Yeah. Eat a sandwich, like you psycho. Yes. That's yep. It. If you haven't listened, that's what we're talking about, people. So, yeah, we want to talk about the differences in fighting styles. I mean, I know 
definitely with Mark and I, we have, wow. First of all, if I was married to Brad and he just like laughed at stuff, <laughs> I'd be, you would probably punch him in the face. I'd be in scrappy big time. <laughs> no, here's the deal. Like Mark, we have, we are like the perfect storm combination. We're the perfect storm where his personality and my personality match up perfectly to like when we don't communicate correctly, shit's going down. Yeah. Shit's going down because he's kind of like stubborn and um, strong willed and strong minded, but like, so am I. And so we love super hard. I mean, Mark and I really have a super awesome relationship, but when when something's happening and when things are not going right or there's an issue, we fight hard too. And it's, and I actually will take most of the blame for it because my husband is actually somebody who can step back and go, okay, I just want to go for a drive. Let me just go just for a drive to get and cool out of the situation. Off. You cool off. Let's cool off and like meet back together. And I'm kind of the scrappy little, you know, feisty girl. That's like, no, like, no, we need to, we need to figure this out now. Yeah. You and don't I, get to walk away from this. You don't get to walk away, but not even in like a psychotic sense. It's just, I think from a lot of my PTSD of like my previous marriage and everything was just like, I was crazy. I was crazy. I was crazy. Even when I knew things weren't my fault. Um, so I think there's probably definitely something psychological going on in there with me where it's like, I associate him getting in the car and leaving with I'm being left yeah, and I'm being rejected or I'm being, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Cause I feel that way. Brad has to sleep things off. So he doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want to touch me. He doesn't want to do anything until he's slept for eight hours. And then usually after that, he's fine. But for me going to bed without him, without us being over it is really hard for me. Or even just like a little like, Hey, this sucks, but I love you and try to give you a hug or something. Yeah. For me, when it's like, there's no physical touch and I'm just supposed to go upstairs and like sleep and he's down here and everybody's pissed off at each other. It's like, no way. Yeah. I'm not sleeping. Nobody's sleeping. Nobody's sleeping. And Mark, he even knows he's like, he'll, he'll look at me and he almost says stuff just to piss me off. (laughs) Like he'll be like, um, should I camp out for the night? Or like, are you going to be coming down (laughs) here five times? He's like, should I, should I set my alarm? For six more times, you're going to come down here and try to continue the conversation. And then I'm like, oh, if you, you know, and then it like, I'm like, you really have to say stuff like that, you know, because everybody's just angry. Like we are literally the perfect we all storm. need to just record one of these fights so we can listen to it. Here it goes, people. Okay. We had listeners write in some of their fight stories. We've got some funny fight stories for you and it's all anonymous, uh, but obviously I cannot be anonymous. So I'm going to share a story with you that is so ridiculous that Mark and I got into a fight. Um, here's the deal. If you ask me what this was even about, I don't remember what I do know because I kind of talked to Mark and and he's like, Oh, you've got to share this ridiculous story. And I said, what were we even fighting about? And he's like, I honestly don't remember, but he actually did kind of take the credit for being like, I think I was just in an asshole mood. Like he even said, he's like, I was probably tired, probably hangry or something. And he just was like, I wasn't being as patient as I should have been. And just shit started going down. Okay. So how do I even set the mood here? So we get into this argument. It kind of goes into, you know, when you've got like your kids around and you guys are in this weird thing and you're like frustrated, but you don't really want to fight in front of the kids, right? but you don't, you're trying to be calm until they go to bed. Yeah. You're trying to like, 
but it's obvious something's off yeah but it's like I don't really want to be around you but I kind of have to because the kids are around I've got to cook dinner for people but I don't really want to make you food you know you're kind of in that like zone so we get into this fight or whatever and we're irritated with each other and it kind of like keeps going so yeah I think it was a thing where kids go to bed and then it was finally like okay game on yep you know what I'm saying? It's like you can hear. Now like, we can have it out. Now we can do this. And by that point, my husband's probably just like, I swear to you, he was probably just like, let's do like, here we go. You know, <laughs> which I hate that. There are a few phrases that I don't feel like a man can say. Like calm down is nope. Don't. That, yeah. That's never going to go over well. Don't that say, will never calm anyone down ever. For our listeners that are like 8% men out there. Don't <laughs> say calm down. What's the other one? Um, Oh, here we go again. Oh, yep. Yeah. You're going to get punched in the face if you say that. Here we go again. Right. But to to his defense, it is like, you know, he, uh, he's just saying stuff to be an ass. Yeah. He's saying stuff to get under your skin. For sure. And I let it. Like I do take the stuff personal and I'll hang on to those things and be like, well, remember that one time we got into an argument and you said this? And he's like, you think I actually feel that way? I don't feel that way about you. Like I was just saying that because I was pissed off and I'm being an asshole. So (laughs) that's kind of Mark and I like, right? So anyway, we get into this thing and uh, kids go to bed and we're, we're trying to talk it through. We do not communicate very well in situations like this at all because we both think the other person's like meaning something different or sometimes I'll get super frustrated and even just say I I I don't know if I don't articulate correctly you're you're not understanding what I'm saying yeah he feels like I'm not understanding what he's saying boom it's going down so he gets into this thing where he's like I'm I gotta go I'm I'm leaving and I'm like you are not leaving like don't leave that doesn't He's like, well, are we gonna gonna do this all night? And I'm like, no, I don't want to be here fighting with you. Because that's the other thing. I think sometimes he's like, sometimes I think you like to fight. That's another phrase. Don't say that to your wife. (laughs) Nobody actually likes to fight. It's just like this shit is frustrating. And we We just want to go through it all and end it. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to go. And I'm like, no, you're not going to leave. And so, of course, I kind of like now people can't see me and you can only hear me. So how do I paint this picture? Right. I'm not like psychopath, like trying to stand in front of the door, not letting him leave. I'm Although just, I can see that. I'm just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> no. but no, but I'm just kind of being like, no, don't leave. Like, this is so stupid. We can like figure this out, you know? And then there's the parts of you as a woman where you're kind of like, honestly, let's just, I just want you to hug me. And they're looking yeah. at you like, why would I hug you? Why would You've I touch been, you? Yeah, yelling at me for 10 minutes. Okay, so he goes out to the garage. Now, let me paint a picture of what my garage is like. Okay, we have a three-car deep garage. So on my side where the car is parked, it I, I park, it's like the double garage. Mm-hmm. And he goes in the single. All right, he has giant cabinets um, that separates so you can't see through my car to his car right and so when I stand on the stairs into my house where the garage clickers on the wall I cannot see him in his car so he goes to get in his car to leave and I'm like hell no bitch and so I'm at the door and I click I'm standing at the door clicking the garage thing on the wall okay to You're closing him. the garage. I'm closing the garage to keep him in the garage. He now starts to 
open it from his car and he's trying to open it and I'm trying to shut it. Okay. And we're having literally a garage door war battle of can he get out of the garage and I'm not letting him. But the funniest part about it is that we can't see each other at all. Okay. And so I would, he's not yelling at you. No, he he's in the car windows up. Probably the doors were locked because he knew <laughs> if he didn't lock the door, I would first come open it probably. Okay. Um, for any of you listening, I'm really not a psychopath. I think if anybody gets into like fights with their spouse, you can do stupid shit. Like it's just out of the heat of the moment. Right. So that's the best part of the story. There's a window on the wall Okay, on his side where he could see me, the reflection (laughs) reflection. of me. So he knew if I walked off the stairs, bam, he'd hit the garage door. And I'd be like, oh, bitch, no. And I'd be running back up the stairs and hit the garage door again. And so we have this battle and it is so ridiculous. I camped out, you guys. I set up shop. I I got my coat on. I will be here all night. I mean, this was like a while. This was probably last year, like still winter time. I put my coat on and I was like, let's do this. Like I'm, I'm going to stand my ground and we'll be here for 20 minutes. I don't even care. So this is kind of, uh, what our situation was, right? There's me. No, you're not leaving. There's him. I'm out of here. There's me, bitch. You're not leaving. And then there's him. Okay, people, this went on for 25 minutes. (laughs) 25 minutes, we cannot see each other, but we are having a garage door war, all right? Here's the problem. I'm too stupid to know at the time. This is, we laugh about this now. I'm too stupid to know at the time that there is a lock button on the wall garage door. So I could have avoided all of this, been warm in my house, hit the lock button and he wouldn't have been able to open the garage from his car. (laughs) Okay. The things you know now. The things I know now. It'll never happen again. And I even said, why would you tell me that? Because if this ever goes down, now I can keep you in forever. (laughs) No. (laughs) So, so, okay. He, because my husband's like, you know, way more clever with mechanics than me. Um, he figures out the system to where if he hits it at a certain time, because my wall button has a delay, He can inch it up and inch it up and inch it up farther and farther and farther. Let me just, let me just paint this to people. It's like 1 a.m. Okay. If any of my neighbors witnessed this, like even just decided to look out their window at one o'clock in the morning, can you even imagine the shit show you did? Like, What's going on with their garage over there? It's like your open neighbors shot. are oh like, uh, they are having a major issue. <laughs> they I don't know if their power someone. is going off. And on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, long story short, he inches it up. Finally, that, well, this is the thing too. I would try when I would shut it. I would try to like walk over to his car to be like, Mark, stop. Like, let's just talk about this. This is so stupid. Like I (laughs) desperately just wanted my husband to just like talk this out with me and like get through this. And he was not having it. When he gets in his modes, he is like a-hole mode and he's out of there. So anytime I would step off the stairs, he could see my reflection move off of the stairs from the window. Bam, he'd hit it. So he'd have a five second head start and I'd be like, oh, bitch, no. And I'd run up back into the stairs, hitting the garage door wall, like, dang it, he has an in, you know? And uh, anyway, he, he ended up getting out. 
You have way more stamina than I do because I would have like after five minutes I'd have been like, fine, leave, leave. I know. Let's see if you can get back in when you get back. <laughs> listen, listen, that legit crossed my mind. I'm not even going to lie. You can sleep in your I, car. I was cold. I was, you know, just so over it. I had to stand because if I sat, it was like another four second delay to stand back up and hit it. <laughs> and I, there was that thought where it was just like, just go in the house and lock the freaking door. Like, you know, yeah. but then I love him. And I don't want him to go sleep in a car in the freezing cold. I don't even want to be like fighting. We are both just stubborn asses that like won't let down. So anyway, he ended up getting out, went for a drive, and we figured it out after that. We, we figured fine. it out. It was fine. Garage so door does wars. it help though if he if one of you leaves the situation and comes back? Does that tend to help? Do you guys calm down more? Yeah, I guess. I, for me, it's like, I just need to feel loved. It, it all stems from me feeling like I can't have someone else leave me. Right. And, and it, and it's coming from a place of like, men wouldn't get that because they're like, you think I'm going to come over and hug you and make you feel like, tell you all the reasons I love you right now exactly. when we're fighting. Yeah. But I think internally, like, right. Ladies out there, do you ever feel like this where you just, you desperately want the love, but you also can't almost get yourself to a place to like, calm down and say that it's just like you're pissed and you're mad and you're fighting it out but deep down inside you just want the love you just want to know that you're loved and it's okay and you guys are going to be fine yeah. I don't know well I want my cake and I want to eat it too so I want to have that argument <laughs> and I want to get it out and I want you to know that I'm right but then after like I get it off my chest I want you to hug me and tell me that I'm beautiful and that everything's going to be fine it's, it's not <laughs> exactly it's not that hard it's like Man, psychotic it's not that hard okay come on get on it no so that's our big epic uh ridiculous fight story it's so embarrassing to say that out loud but mark and i actually love that story because we do we laugh at it now and he, he even said he's like the best part about it is that we couldn't even see each other it was just a blind garage door battle I'm getting out no yelling it was just a silent button to button <laughs> just a silent button to button battle so, oh my gosh, I would have been yelling out the car door. Like, oh, yeah. He didn't dare, I don't think, even crack a window. <laughs> He's like, she can get in somehow. I can't <laughs> even crack it. I crack it a little. She's getting if in. There's even a crevice, you know. Um, I even, honestly, I even thought about making him think I gave up, coming in the house, going out the front door, <laughs> oh getting on like a scooter, and I just would have freaking run after him, like on a scooter. <laughs> You're just standing behind the car. This isn't over. The scooter. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Please do that oh next time. Oh my gosh. Okay. So did he carry you into another room one time so you could calm down? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> He literally like bag and tagged me like in a blanket or something. <laughs> Dude, but that's the thing about Mark and I is that's what people even know too. They're like, wow, you guys have passion on both ends because Mark and I really, we have so much love for each other too. And I, and I don't feel like I need to say that you know, to make anything look better, but it really is. It's like, we even talk about that with each other. Listen, we really only fight about a certain topic and we don't fight about anything else. But when this topic comes up, it's kind of like, uh, we don't communicate very well when it comes to it. We'll get into that in another podcast episode. But uh, so I think, uh, but on the other end of it, we do, we look at each other and we go, 
how the hell do we fight like that? Like we love each other so much and we have so much good that it's weird to look back on things that we've done and been like, what? How did I love I, it. I think these stories are hilarious. How did it get that far? No, he straight up has like carried me up the stairs before and has been like, you need to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't you tell me. Like, I swear one time he got so pissed. He was just like, you're grounded. Like, you need to be <laughs> grounded in your room. Stay in your room. I'm like, I would you, love to be grounded. You think Someone ground you me. think you're my dad? Like, and it just was ridiculous. And then I'll end up <laughs> crying and just be like, I am tired. We have so many kids. I'm tired. <laughs> Somebody save me. No, oh my okay. gosh, that's so funny though. Like, I do have to say this. There have been times where he'll be like, I'm going to go for a drive or whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm going to go for a drive. Don't leave me here with all the kids. Like, I've been here all day with these guys. I've been here all day. It's my turn to go for a drive in the fight. <laughs> it's my turn to listen to music and get out of here. Exactly. I think uh. it's, I love that you guys have passion on both sides though. I think that I love your stories. I think they're hilarious and they're not... Because there's people that cannot fight fair. And I don't think that that's what you guys are doing. Because there's people that fight dirty. They're definitely looking to one-up the other person or to throw the other person under the bus or to call them names. Or, like, some people get ugly fighting. And I don't feel like you guys do that. No. And that's the thing about Mark and I is if he knows he's kind of in the wrong, he he can come back and kind of say, hey, listen, babe. I, I love you. I'm sorry. Even if it's through a text, even if he does go through yeah. a drive, Brad's the same way he can text and kind of go, I love you. I'm so sorry. I'm being a dick. Like I shouldn't have said that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm kind of the same way. It might take me a little bit longer, but at the end of the day, I will be able to go, ah, freak. Yeah. Like I was just being an insecure idiot or I was tired or whatever it was. And I'll be able to come back to you and say, Hey, like you didn't deserve that. I right. love you, whatever. So we do, we have a lot of passion. I mean, I think that's a big thing. I think that more people need to do that. I understand being in the heat of the moment and in a fight and thinking that you're right or just wanting to get your point across. Yeah. But I think if you can cool down, everyone kind of have a clear head and think through what you could have done better or shoot, maybe I really am wrong in this. It's, yeah. It takes a big person to come back and say, look, I'm sorry, I made a mistake or I thought I was right because of this. Now that I've had time to think it through. Yeah. I can see your side of things like that's a, that's huge. And that's more people need to be able to do that. Well, and I think it's because at the end of the day, we really do love each other a lot. And I think in like previous relationships of mine, it was so easy just to be like, oh, F off. I don't care. I don't care. We didn't love, we didn't love each other anymore. It was just easier to like always hate each other. Right. And with Mark and I, it's like, I can't even go a couple hours without feeling that panic of like, ah, I don't want this. Like, I love you. I want to be here. Like, this is stupid. I want to, you know, anyway. Yeah. So we do passion on both sides, but sometimes I look at like your situation and wonder, I want to be more like that too, in a sense where I can kind of just like, how are you, how would you describe how you are with Brad? I don't know. It's, I mean, we definitely have our disagreements. We just don't have big arguments. But do you hold stuff in a lot or do you let him know if stuff is bothering you or do you hold it in, hold it in, hold it in? And then. No, after, kind of cause I was really bad at holding everything in, uh, with my ex-husband, like I just never yeah. talked to him about what was bothering me. I just always wanted him to be able to know. And I yeah. would try to show that outwardly, like 
slam a door or you know like stomp around like <laughs> yeah. he should just know that I'm upset he and know. he should know what I'm upset about yeah so I really tried to change that habit I do tend to try to calm down a little bit sometimes before I talk to him about it or have some time to think it through so smart yeah because a lot of time if I just if I bring it up really quick or like in the heat of the moment, it is going to turn into a bigger argument. If I can calm down, if I can think it through and think through why I'm so upset about it, then I can go to him and say, look, I really, I I'm overwhelmed. I've had a really hard week. I just wanted to take a freaking half hour bath with none of the kids bothering me. Yeah. You know, and to his credit, like I didn't, I also, when I went upstairs, I just said, Hey, I'm going upstairs to take a bath. I didn't say, Will you keep the kids down here so oh. I can take a bath? So I there wasn't like specifics. There wasn't like, yeah. yeah, I didn't ask him to do that. I just kind of assumed I want to go take a bath. Don't send the kids upstairs because <laughs> our two-year-old is going to want to get in the tub like yeah. instantly, you know? Well, I think women are like worse at that too, where we, the reaction. Yes. Um, not to categorize all of us, but I do feel like women probably struggle with that more than men. Um, the reaction part of it where we want to react right away. It's like instant gratification where I'm pissed about this. I want to tell you about it. Yep. I'm, I'm angry about this. I I'm frustrated about this. We need to talk about it now. And that's where I go wrong. And I'm fully 100% like able to admit that. And even to Mark, I'm able to admit like, uh, I, I do. I react too quickly. And I'm sorry, I don't take the time to just stop, but I'm getting a lot better at it. it. This has been a process for sure. And Mark and I have been together now for four and a half years. And he actually, I think that's why he's good for me because he brings that out in me and he shows me, you know, as an example that that's what I need to do. I don't always have, he's such a like calm collective dude. And he's always like, right. babe, there doesn't have to be a reaction right away. Like take a deep breath. It's always bigger in your head right? And so when you just come out with it, it, the scenario is really not that bad. You know what I mean? Right. Or well, sometimes I feel like, yes, everything seems bigger in your head or more of a problem in your head. And sometimes I feel like that's what we're trying to get at is we're trying to just talk it through. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes it gets really heated. Yes. Sometimes it looks like we're super upset, but we're literally just trying to work it all through. Yeah. So in the end we can see that this huge mountain problem is actually just like a tiny little anthill. It's really not that big of a deal. We just need to talk it through and we need you to be calm and collected and, to, you know, guiding us through that process of, Hey, it's not a big deal. Yeah. We're going to get, you know, you're going to realize it's not a big deal. It's not even a bleep in, in anything. Well, you know? And he's really good at like, talking me off the ledge and and I and I know that. And so he kind of is a strength to me in my weaknesses and I think that's why Mark and I really at the end of the day work so well together because everybody gets into crap. When you're married and you're with somebody or even a boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, whatever it is, like in a relationship, living with somebody, whatever it is, you are with that person day in and day out, like you're going to get annoyed with each other. You're going to have miscommunications and this stuff's going to happen. And so, yeah, I think it's kind of a thing where he does show me a different way and he, and I'm getting so much better at a lot of this stuff when it comes to fighting styles, for sure. Um, I think in the beginning of relationships too, 
you're learning all this about each other. And as time goes on, you get a lot better at it. So I think now I can more quickly overcome something and kind of come back quicker and say, shoot, okay, I'm sorry. And at the same time, I don't take the blame for everything. Mark is good at that too. He's good at being like, listen, that wasn't you. I was just being an ass. So I think you kind of have to have that give and take when you are people that have the big passionate blow ups like we yeah do absolutely well and even when you're not because even with Brad and I like I always appreciate when he is willing to come back and say yeah okay I was you know I was being a dink or I was you yeah. know I was making this into a bigger deal <laughs> a I mean, dink, he usually around. has he's always dinking around <laughs> <laughs> he always has some sarcastic way of bringing it up and it's always a joke yeah. with him it's always like oh remember when I made you really mad <laughs> oh man. I'm like no I'm still mad at you that, that totally but. is Brad where he can just kind of like put his little smile on yes him. he can talk his way out of anything the, oh, this is one thing I just thought of do you and then we're going to get into our our stories from our listeners do you ever well you guys probably don't but Mark and I have had situations too where we laugh at this where you mimic each other within the fight yeah you have like the fight language or the, what do you call it? Like um, the fight voice where if I'm like recalling something he said, I'm just like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, duh, duh, duh. and he's like, is that really how I sound? And then, <laughs> and then like, I'm a very animated person. And so I'll be talking and have like a facial expression and he'll make the facial expression and be like, okay, eh, you know? And I'm like, okay, I and then, and then we fight about that. I'm like, oh, okay, I do not look like that. And I'm oh and now gosh. I'm the Mark fight voice where I'm like, oh, okay, I really look like that. And it is so like, it's like, are we in fourth grade? Okay, <laughs> we seriously need to hide cameras in your house so everyone can see these fights. This is hilarious. Mark also has to give me like, um, here's the best part, babe. I love you. He's, he's on a trip right now, a week long trip. He will listen to this on his drive back from Nevada. (laughs) And so this is going to be great. Uh, he also has to give me like diagrams. Like if there are things sitting on the counter and he's trying to like prove a point to me, he'll like pick He has to like write it out. No, not even write it. He has to like move objects around. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, this is my favorite thing to make fun of because he has to move objects I can't say this without laughing he has to move objects around to be like okay well if you're here and he like sets the thing down and he's like and then and then this is this is happening and he's like setting something down and I and I just look at him and I'm like okay you don't need to move shit around like I can hear you (laughs) but he's like such I know what you're saying he's so like analytical that he just like he has to have right like he has to like you know show me what he's talking about with like an apple or something like it doesn't even make sense it's <laughs> okay you're the apple right now and I'm over here I'm the banana no, okay <laughs> but then I'm like the dramatic one who has like the Italian arms that never slow down when I'm talking and so he'll stomp around the room and act like me and it's great it's a great time oh my gosh not in we the absolutely moment. need to record this yeah maybe we can reenact something and put it on our social media <laughs> So anyway, that's just me. Now you all can judge me if you want. But <laughs> that's how we fight over here. But hey, you know what? We also have some great sex and a good marriage. So I'll take it. You Hot know? with the cold. Everyone the has cold. the ups and downs. I know. So. All right, girl, let's get into it. So okay, let's do it. Let's get into some stories. Everybody here is anonymous. Um, I, I'm, 
I got to tell, cause I think we're talking, I need to tell this story first about my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law. And so if you know us, it's not that anonymous, but they did tell me I could say that. Okay. Um, because wit, you just said something that struck me where you're like, no, we want to slam a door or stomp around. We want to be heard. Right. Right. As women. Absolutely. So my sister-in-law, they were newly married. And so this was like a good 10 years ago. And, um, she is a lot like me, very like OCD, clean house, structured girl and has to have things like cleaned up before you can sit down and relax. Okay. So I completely understand this personality. And she said that one, one night they finished dinner and she's like, he just went over and popped a bag of popcorn and like sat down on the couch and started watching a show. And she's kind of like, okay, it's not all cleaned up yet. Like who does he think he is basically? You're going to just sit and watch a show while I clean up after you? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, she, she, that's exactly what she said she did. She's like, so I'm walking around like slamming cabinets, slamming <laughs> door, like just because I want him to realize like, oh, what's wrong, babe? Like, what do you exactly. need? And ask the question. No, if you know my brother-in-law. Nope. I don't think any man asks ask the question. They all know they're in trouble. And so then it's like, yeah. well, let's just see how long this goes on for. They just crunch their popcorn louder. <laughs> so they, well, I didn't hear you. Um, so yeah, she's, so she's slamming things around trying to get his attention. She's like, finally, I get so pissed off. I just go over to him. So I guess he had the popcorn in the bag, but then set the bag in a bowl. And so she's like, I walk over there in front of him and just stomp on the popcorn in the bowl. And then she goes, <laughs> and then I proceed to kick it across the room and then start stomping all over the popcorn, all over the floor, like in front of him, just stomping, crushing the popcorn, like, and he... This is the, this is my favorite part of the story. So I asked my brother-in-law, I'm like, dude, like, okay. Cause this is totally my sister-in-law. And this is like, I love her so much because she is not even afraid to own this. Right. Stomping on popcorn, just going ballistic. And he sits there newly married. Right. And I'm like, dude, what was your thoughts when this was going on? Like, were you just like, what? He goes, honestly, my thought was this. I thought she was rabid. And that maybe she got bit by a wild dog. <laughs> and it was like the greatest thing I've ever heard because that's totally my brother-in-law. He would just be sitting there. He's like, well, this is my popcorn. What'd you do that for? Anyway. I so, love it because men don't, they don't get it of like, no. Oh, well she just wants my attention. She's, she's acting out. So I will say something. Maybe they do get it, but I feel like they ignore that. Like, but at the I'm same time, the satisfaction of, even acting like I'm noticing what they're doing. But at the same time, I have to say this because I'm so like not on the spectrum of a feminist whatsoever. Are we two years old throwing a tantrum? Yeah. Because sometimes, no, I'm embarrassed of my behavior sometimes. I, I do say that. Like, I think afterwards we all are a little okay, bit. Okay. Like, but it is, it is kind of ridiculous when you say it out loud. Like we're slamming stuff to get your attention, but then I yell at my kid for that. Like, <laughs> That's uh, different. Do I smell a hypocrite? You know, it's different. <laughs> I need daddy's attention. It's exactly. very different. So I love that story. What do you got, Whit? What's something okay. you got over there? All right. So I've got a reader that wrote in that said uh, she was recently cleaning her house. It was up for sale um, after her and her husband agreed to divorce. They were friendly. It was a friendly divorce. She's like, but while I was cleaning, I found his stash of kitty litter. He didn't take the kitty litter he changed out of the basement. He kept it in a pile. What? <laughs> yeah. 
She said she had recently graduated from college, so he was doing the laundry and the cat box, so she didn't ever go to the basement. So he, like, hoarded it? Yeah, she said that there was 20 bags of kitty litter with shit and everything No, in the basement. No. <laughs> yes. That's so sick. Oh like, my was he just... My question immediately is, like, was he just too lazy to carry it somewhere? That's mine. It has to be. It has to be... Because that's my thought exactly. It has to be a lazy thing. Or have you ever watched the show Strange Addiction? Oh my gosh, the one that eats the kitty litter? Yeah, like maybe he had some (gasps) weird thing. Oh, with the shit in it though? Well, maybe he had some weird thing. I was just listening to two true crime podcasts this last week where they hid a body in kitty litter because you can't smell the body. Oh my gosh, because it masks the smell. Well, that Okay, wait, because that was my question. It also mummifies the body. Oh my gosh. There you go. You're a creep. You know all <laughs> you know all these things. No. That's that's insane. Well, because I almost actually asked out loud, wait, didn't anyone smell that? But you that, would that I makes, don't know. Because I we had cats for a while and you yeah, no, there's definitely a smell to it. When so there's wait, shit just, and stuff in there, like it masks the smell, but so wait, did you know. did you finish reading? Did she say anything else? Nope, that was <clears throat> that was basically it. She just said when at the uh, end she, what did she wasn't say? Let me me see here. If she was questioning the divorce before, she certainly wasn't then. Oh my gosh. Can you even imagine? It's like, it's like a bad episode of Hoarders. You're trying to clean out the house. You go downstairs. You're like, oh my gosh. What is this, Aunt Judy? Like I've got (laughs) 50 pounds, 50 pounds. Well, I can tell you when I was getting divorced, I like my ex had moved out of the house already, but he had a ton of stuff still there. So when we sold the place, I moved all my stuff out and I literally said, hey, you have like two or three days to come and get the stuff that's in the basement that's yours because after that, the other lady closes and owns the house and I wasn't going to move it. I wasn't going to do it. And? Oh, he left it there. (sighs) For the lady? For that poor lady. Yeah. Was it as bad as cat litter? It was. It was like an old TV and Mm. it was junk. But he is oh, like, I'm man. just not going back for it. So it's <laughs> like, oh, poor lady. Ah, uh, I don't know. That really would be one of those things, though, where you kind of look and go, oh, you asshole. Really? Don't leave me with this. You know, like the kitty litter. This exactly. story. Uh, oh, well, so we weird. love you. If you're listening, we know who you are that wrote in. And hopefully you're awesome. you got someone else to move the kitty litter. <laughs> yeah, really. I would have went and put it on his porch. Probably just took a- 20 bags. <laughs> <laughs> got like hired a tow truck. I would have paid endless amounts. Just got a tow truck or whatever. Put it in the back of my of truck. Spite. Yeah, just out of spite. All right. What else do we got? We've got uh, oh, a really good friend of mine. I went to high school with her. Uh, she's an awesome, awesome chick. Her and her husband, great people. They've got two young kids. And, you know, we were chatting one day and she wanted me to share this, that just the emotions women have, like really just how sometimes we just feel freaking crazy. We We're do. Up and down, for sure. Listen, go back, listen to episode eight, Mom Boners. We talk about this. How sometimes you're just in a mood, right? Yeah. And you can't even help it. Can't help it. Okay, so she uh all she wanted to do, two young kids. I'm I'm believing like two kids under even three, right? So that's tricky. And all she wanted to do was sit on her couch, eat a bowl of cereal, and have a glass of orange juice in the morning. While her son comes over, cute little son, spills her orange juice all over the couch. So she's like, I don't, I just freaked out because listen, we get it as moms. You're at, all you want to do is just eat your food and you can't even do that for once. You can't even do that. 
It's like they got to come spill something, ask you for bites, wine that they- on you. Or poop, and then they need wiped. I'm done. Like, as soon as you want to take a bite. Of course. So I get it. She just wants to eat her freaking cereal, spills the orange juice on the couch. Her husband trying, she's like, listen, he's trying to help me and dab up all the orange juice with towels. She's like, I just freaked out and got mad at him because he wasn't sopping up the juice good enough. She's like, and I just, I did, I didn't even get why I was so angry. I just went crazy. She's like, of course, then we fight. It turns into like a couple hour thing. And then everybody's hashing up the history of like what everybody's done in the whole relationship. (laughs) And then your fight goes on like five more hours. Yeah. You got to bring up all the pastor. (laughs) You got, you got to hash that (laughs) shit up. But I love that. I loved her honesty because I think it kind of made me go, oh girl, you're making me feel normal. A little bit. You're making me feel like, because really sometimes we just hormonally, like whatever it is, she had a new baby. She's still nursing. Like, oh yeah. Those hormones are demons. They are. Well, (laughs) after a new baby, that's the worst Mm. because you have so many hormones. You're sleep deprived. You're now in charge of a little tiny thing that depends on you for every, that, that is a crazy time. Wait, wait. So, okay. Speaking of that, you had someone write in pregnant yes okay okay so I have a really cute friend uh her husband deployed with mine back in the day and when they were gone she was pregnant and all she wanted she was craving a tuna fish sandwich with pickles that's all she wanted so she went to the store bought all the ingredients for this gets home and she cannot open the pickle jar there's no one there to help her so she's just struggling to open this pickle jar Finally gets it open and it spills all over her and all over her fresh, like freshly mopped floor that she did that day. So then she just sat down and cried in the pickle juice. Paint this picture. (laughs) Wait, does she have other kids at home too? I think she was home by herself that day. Okay. okay. She has an older child, but I think she was home. Cause I'm like, are people running through the pickle juice? Like, is it pandemonium or is she just literally just her like sitting in the pickle juice crying? Okay. So then later that night she you know, her husband calls and she's telling him about, you know, this horrible day and that all she wanted were these pickles and her tuna fish sandwich. And he wasn't there to open the jar. And she was so mad at him for not being home to open the jar. And he actually apologized for not being home. (laughs) That is the greatest thing. That's a win. (laughs) That's a win. Total win. Was he like at all? Like he really, did she write in anything else? Was she he, she just said he actually apologized. Yeah, he apologized and felt bad that he wasn't there to open her pickle jar. Uh, I think you're a little nicer when your wife's pregnant. Like, I, I think hope so. If you weren't pregnant, I don't think you could get away with that. I feel like my husband would be like, really? It's my fault you couldn't open the jar? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Get one of those jar opener. Or we have squinch. neighbors or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tap a knife on the lid or something. No, that's cute though. I really do think that's just, it shows like you're hormonal, you're pregnant, probably hangry. You just really want this one specific thing to eat. And somehow it's your husband's fault that he didn't have his muscle there to open the jar exactly. for you. And now it's more of a mess you have to clean up. So that would piss oh, me off. Oh my gosh. Too. That would, yeah, that would make me super upset. Oh, okay. If you're listening, we love you. And yes, we do. We're sorry that happened to you. Hopefully you're Um, getting all the pickles and tuna fish. Okay. Well, talking about babies, let's triple that. Oh, I had a friend write in. Okay. Her story is crazy in itself. I feel like we need to just have her on one day and just tell her story because this is nuts. 
she thought she was having twins, goes in, finds out like, I, I'm pretty sure this happened like at delivery time. And they were like, uh, there's another harpy in there and there's a third baby. Boom. Surprise. Delivery day. She finds out they're actually having triplets. No. Oh my gosh. You've prepared for two and now you have an extra triplets and they have a little girl that's like four as well. And so she definitely, I mean, that is a handful. And so she wrote in and I need to bring it up really quick. Awkward. Okay, here we go. So she wrote in and this is her story. Um, her husband apparently was out playing basketball with some friends and she must have been trying to like doze off to sleep. She says, I totally barely woke up last night when my husband came in from basketball and I fought with him for not getting formula from the hospital. Like <laughs> made no sense to her, but she was like half asleep, half hallucinating baby in that dream world, still. baby things. And she said he had no idea what I was talking about. When I woke up enough to realize I sounded crazy, I changed the fight. And in parentheses, she has, because as a woman, we can do that with a wink face. <laughs> that's right. really, that's the my, power we have. <laughs> that's my favorite part of the email. You know it, girl. She said, so then we started fighting about how tired I was while he went and played basketball. And then she says, I said, sorry this morning. (laughs) I think that's my favorite fight. I think I'm going to speak for all women out there. I think we all have that fight after having a baby. Oh yeah. You don't even understand how tired I am. You think you're tired. You don't even, you don't even get to say you're tired. Like I am way more tired than you are. Like you get to go to work all day and talk to humans and adults and eat lunch by yourself and you get to sleep. You get to sleep all night. I've got to be up four times feeding this child and changing bums. So I actually am going to admit Mark and I, we didn't really fight a lot when we had our baby together. So we only have one together because we were blended for any new listeners. Um, because here's the deal. I actually don't hate me for this, but I'm actually a little bit of like a unicorn in that scenario. I run really well off of little sleep and I don't, I know he does need his sleep to go to work and provide, right? I'm a stay at home mama. And so I actually am fine being up with the baby for probably about five days in a row. But after that fifth day, it's like, okay, bro, I need a nap yes. or I'm probably going to kill somebody here. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm you know? the same way. Like I'm, when I'm off and I'm home with the babies, that's fine. I don't mind getting up. I know that you, you've got to go to work. I get that. But at the same time, don't tell me you're tired ever. Oh yeah. Don't yeah, yeah, ever yeah. tell me you're tired. When okay. I, like even still to this day, sometimes be like, I'm so tired. I'm like, yeah, our two-year-old was up three times last night. Do you Did you even hear her? You were snoring right through that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, that's a tricky one for me because I don't, I don't necessarily get like mad at him in the moment. But yeah, I can see what you're saying and things like that where you're like, oh, you think you're tired, but I am up with the kids all the time. I get it. That is something. Yeah, I think that a lot of women are like, no. You don't get to own tired, but I'm not, I'm, but I'm not the girl that's like waking him up in the middle of the night just to be up 
two no kind of that, scenario i have like, some friends that do that yeah. and that's never made sense to me like you need one fully functioning adult in the house it yeah. doesn't make sense to wake them up to be supportive of you feeding the child yeah, Mark, he kind of had that scenario it, when he had his daughter. Um, like I've said before, they weren't ever married, but had his daughter. And um, he that's something he had kind of shared where he was like, it, it was ridiculous. Like they did not get along whatsoever. But he had kind of told me like it was ridiculous. Like it like she wanted me to be up. And he's like, listen, if I'm going to be up you go to sleep right like let me take care of the baby but you go to sleep but he was like she had to be up too sort of thing yeah and so that's kind of my theory is it's like mark there's been so many times where he's willing to help on that day four day five but he's like you've got to go sleep and i'm like oh jesus yes like oh see i I will like i it's it's hard for me because here's the thing as soon as the kids make a peep i'm awake yeah And so, and then it's really hard for me to go back to sleep. And I think they're also used to mom coming in and doing stuff. So when dad does it, like our two-year-old, sometimes it takes her longer to calm down when dad goes in instead of mom. So then I'm, I'm awake. Well, and like you almost know I could go get this job done in half the time. Exactly. And then we could all be back to sleep. Yeah. But I'm going to complain about it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to tell you I'm tired. And I'm still going to be pissed when you try to say you're tired. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, we really do. We have those for sure. I think there's a lot of women that is. So I love her story. And I love that she's saying, I changed the fight then because you kind of look crazy. and You're like, well, I have to keep going. Shoot. Well, now I'm in the wrong. So now we're going to fight about something else. Yeah, absolutely. I dreamt that fight. So <laughs> I dreamt that what you did wrong. So now I'm going to tell you what you really did wrong. Exactly. Oh, and I love her. She's such a sweetheart too. And I, <laughs> I that's why I'm like, hats off to you, girl, because triplets. Oh my God. What? I don't even know how she's doing this. This is crazy. I don't either. So fight all day, honey. Like fight it out. Yeah, good for you. Okay. I've got, we've got, we got to wrap this up here, but I do have some funny, we had a writer, um, a listener write in and she kind of talked about just a few things with her partner, with her wife actually. And she talked about how a couple different things that resonated. One, she wrote in about how there was a sock. She just decided one day, like I'm done with this shit. I'm not going to yell and scream and fight it out with my wife and kids anymore because nobody cares. And I'm only driving myself crazy sort of It doesn't change the behavior. Yeah. So she goes, I just decided, no, it's their problem. I asked you to pick up this sock off the floor. She goes, I left the sock there purposely 10 days. People just walked over it. Her wife just walked over that sock. She goes, one day she cleaned her entire master bedroom and bathroom spotless. She, you know, it was perfect. And she goes within a matter of like hours, it looked like a tornado went through there. So she's like, I just decided to pick up all of her shit and put it in her side of the sink in the bathroom. And I was like, Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, put it in the side it of the sink. And then she picked up all of her clothes and put it on her side of the bed. And so she's like, you know that I love that. It's kind of like, well, my area is still tidy. Yep. You can't use your sink unless you clean your sink you out. You can't lay on the bed. So, yep. And then the other thing was, she said her Christmas tree is still up and it's April (laughs) because she asked her wife to help her take down the seven foot tall Christmas tree and she would never do it. And so she goes, I refuse to take it down by myself just out of principle. 
of like, I asked you for help. Decorating that thing for every holiday. Oh my gosh. I know. I love it. And she actually in her, when she wrote in, sent pictures of the tree and the sock (laughs) on the floor. And I, and then I told her, I go, girl, you're my hero. You're literally my hero because I'm so OCD. I would actually be miserable every single day. If I, to see that sock on the floor and walk over it, I, I wouldn't be able to even function in life. Oh, I've done that with dishes. Like, all right, let's see how long it will take for someone else to do the dishes. No. Which is ridiculous because it ends up just being a bigger job for me in the end. You come in and four days go by and I'm like, okay, everything is literally just now every, the sink is full (laughs) and everything's piled around the sink because no one can get anything in there. So now I'm going to have to spend an hour doing dishes when I could have just been doing them. Brad comes home with like plastic cutlery from the <laughs> store. He's like, why All of our dishes are dirty. So we're just eating off of papers. There's, paper there's no forks. I had to go buy some <laughs> plastic forks. No, well, this is something she said too. She said, uh, she goes, one day she even had the nerve to do her laundry, only her laundry, but no one else's, not her wife's or the kid's. Right. So, so, so the listener writing in said, my wife did her laundry and none of our laundry. It's like you had to strategically pick out what is yours, your clothes. And, and Mark's done that like a couple of times if he's like, oh, I need some work clothes really quick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, don't wash my clothes with your dirty mechanic work clothes, of course. But so that's not the scenario, but to go in and just pick out when everybody has laundry that needs to be done. Yes. Yeah. She said she was so pissed. And this is what I wrote back to her. I go, girl, you're literally my hero. I go, this is what I would have done. If that would have ever happened in my house, the next morning I would have sat naked <laughs> at the counter with everyone eating breakfast except for Mark. And when he comes down and is super confused, like, don't I have bacon and eggs and pancakes on a Saturday morning? And why are you naked? I'd be like, oh, well, I didn't have any laundry clean, so you don't have any food now. <laughs> She's like, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. I should have used that. And so we kind of had a chuckle about it. But yeah, no, you don't do my laundry. You don't get to eat. You don't get, I'm not going to, what am I going to do for you? Yeah. So I love that. That was a funny, she just gave me like a little medley of stories. And I love it. I love yeah. it. Because I think we can all relate to something that's left out forever that you've asked a million times to get cleaned up. I know. Doesn't happen. And I get over it really quick. And I'm like, I'm just going to do it. It drives Brad crazy because he's like, the girls are never going to learn. They're just going to learn that you're going to do it for them if they leave it long enough. I'm like, I know, but it drives me up the wall. I know. I'm the same way. I think the older they get, it gets easier because now I can be like, this is your chore. You need to do it. And they can actually clean a little bit better. But I'm the same way. You know, I've learned not to fight over, I actually don't fight over housework because I do like cleaning is like a stress reliever for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if anytime Mark and I are in an argument, like my house is super clean <laughs> the next, like the, in the next few hours because it's all I can do. But yeah, like his underwear, I told this listener, I was like, oh, my husband's underwear lay literally in the same spot every morning on the floor outside of the shower door. It is like clockwork. Oh, I found Brad's a lot right by the hamper. Not in it. Not in it. Right by it. Right by it. Here's the best part. It's like you don't even have to. And and it's like clockwork for me too. Every morning it's like my routine. Pick up your underwear, chuck it in the hamper. And I don't have resentment and I don't even get angry because it's kind of like, well, when you've been through a divorce and 
a couple divorces and it's you the little know, things you have to let go. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, you actually have like real love and a good dude. Uh, I'll pick up your underwear for the rest of my life and put them in the hamper. I don't care. It's not going to bug me, but it's funny to me. It's funny. It's like, why can't they just, it's right there. I'm like, dude, you don't even have to bend over. You could actually pick it with like your toes, like monkey toe it yep. and just fling it over there. And the hamper's like five feet away, but you know. Yeah. I, I like to give Brad crap about it all the time. I'm like, Dude. what are these? What are these right here? Right here by the hamper. <laughs> right here. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. They just can't. Anyway, uh, if, you know, if, if fighting styles, they're, everybody's different. Everybody fights differently. Everybody argues differently. Whatever you're going through out there, you know, hopefully we could, we could make it just have a little laugh today. A little chuckle. Fighting on a serious note, fighting's never fun. It sucks. It's not. It it does suck. It takes its toll emotionally. Yeah. You but know. I think it's also a good thing. Everyone needs to fight. Everyone needs to have disagreements. You can't bottle that stuff up. That's not healthy. Yeah. You need to have discussions. In Brittany's case, sometimes you need to get wrapped up like a burrito and taken to a different <laughs> you room. You need to be swaddled and put to bed. <laughs> swaddled and put to bed. Oh, my shit. Oh, that's the greatest thing. As long as you still have mutual respect for each other at the end of the day, like yeah, fighting sometimes is healthy. And if that doesn't work for you, you can be like our buddy Jack over at F Divorce who hits people with little tykes cars oh at gosh, barbecues. Jack. Jack, we love you, dude. We're at the end of our episode, but we got to share this. It wasn't anything that had to do with a spouse, but he wrote in and he's like, I don't know if this counts, but one time I beat my sister's boyfriend up with a little tykes car at a barbecue because I found out he was cheating. And that's my favorite story ever. That's a good brother. You know what a little tykes car is? It's like those big plastic, like top and the red bottom. Yes. That the little kids pedal, like like the Flintstones. Yeah. He just picked that up and hit him with with it it's legit my favorite thing ever uh and if that doesn't work for you ladies out there remember your garage door on the wall probably (laughs) has a lock button and you can keep him in forever and if that doesn't work you can lock the garage door and keep him out forever (laughs) yes brilliant okay keep it real you guys don't brawl too hard see ya